Drinks with Dub, and I am your host, Ian Dub, a.k.a. Mr. No Filter, a.k.a. Mr. No Chill, a.k.a. Yeah, I said it. Fuck it. Cry two tears in a bucket. I am your host, Dub City, and I want to apologize. I know I'm a week late with a brand new episode, but I had my man Richie Lear in here last, last week. We sat, we had a good conversation, we had a lot of fun, and I went to save the episode so I could start putting it together and piecing shit the way it needed to be, and the whole thing just disappeared. And at that point, it was like 30, 2 o'clock in the morning or some shit, and I'm like, nah, we just, we can't do this. That's just it's not going to work. Shit went horribly wrong. I don't know. Like I said, technical difficulties. And so I was trying to figure out what to do. How can I do something? I don't know. And then by that point, by that point, it was time to start, you know, living life again, getting the kids where they needed to be and back to work and all of that. So you didn't get an episode last week. And I do apologize for that. But I think I have got everything straightened out and figured out. Notice I did say think. I hope I've got it figured out. Uh, the plan is with this episode to figure out if I do have it figured out. So this week, I do not have a guest. I am flying solo. Test this out. Make sure everything works out the way it needs to work out. And we can all we can all move on with our lives and start enjoying the show. Um, hopefully next week, I'll have another guest. I haven't decided who I'm going to try to hit up. But like I said, I want to do this episode first. Make sure things work the way I want them to work and I don't drag somebody out here to sit and talk for an hour for no reason. Well, not really no reason. It's always fun to sit and talk with people, man. You know, me and Richie had a great time last week sitting and talking. You would have enjoyed the conversation, but as far as the, the podcast goes, it was it was useless because we didn't I came away with no content. But um be that as it may. I am back this week with a brand new episode, and one of the things I thought about doing last week when shit went awry, because I really did want to put something out, I really want to start putting things out every week, was I reached out to some people, um, some listeners and friends and, you know, people that I, you know, know will, will fuck with me on that type of shit, and I reached out and got some questions from them for me to answer on the podcast, kind of like a little little Q&A. Uh, I know you see, I don't know. I don't know if you see it or not, but people on like uh, celebrities and shit, they'll do uh, on Reddit, like uh, AMA, like a ask me anything or just in general, sh- you know, talk show hosts or whatever that take questions from the audience, you know, that type of thing. So I, I got some, I got some questions I'm going to answer. Um, If you want to, if you know, if this is something, if that's something you like, if this turns out to be a good episode and you enjoy it and you want me to do more of it, hey, feel free to, you know, hit me up. Let me know. Um, we'll see if we can maybe work that into future episodes or maybe even do do like a Q&A session once a month or once every so often. I don't know. Um, if you got any anything like that, any ideas like that you you want to give me. Hit me up if you see me in person or if you got my number, text me. I'm not going to give you my number. I'm not Mike Jones back in the day. Uh, going to give everybody my phone number. And I don't have like, a, I'm not going to 
and I don't have like a company line or anything like that. Like, ooh, this is the Drinks with Dub podcast number. No, I just got my regular phone. Um, I do have an email though. I do have an email address, uh, drinkswithdub at yahoo.com. Anything you want to send me or whatever, you can message message me on Facebook. Uh, You can, you know, you can message me on Instagram, uh, direct message me or whatever. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if you get notifications for that or not. I don't, I don't really get on Instagram a lot, so I don't want you to, I mean, you can try it and see, but if I don't respond, it's because like I didn't get on it and I didn't get a notification to get on it. So that's that. Um, but like I said, I'm going to answer some questions, man, uh, for this episode. And you know, you know me, I've got there's some questions that I might take seriously and some questions that I'll fuck around and bullshit with because that's kind of what I do. I do, you know, I just like to have fun. That's 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 why I do the show is to enjoy myself and give you something to enjoy too. So we're gonna do the little QA, man. I got some questions, man. Thank you for the people that sent questions in. Thank you for tuning in and listening. All of that good stuff. But right now it's time to kick it over to my man Jonesy. For the uh, movie rant, oh, check him out, allflix.tv, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. He's the movie plug, and this is his movie rant. Jonesy, it's all yours. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Jonesy from allflix.tv. I am your movie plug, and this is my movie rant starting right now. So since it's a new year, I figured I'd talk about my top five most anticipated movies of this year. Last year was cool, but I feel like we're going to be a little bit bigger and better this year. So let's get to it. I'm going to try to get through these quick and then get to some movie news. So at number five, I've got Avengers Endgame. Every Marvel fan is wanting to know how this thing wraps up, what heroes we'll see, what cameos there's going to be. There's all kinds of questions, and I feel like this is going to be the answers we're needing. At number four, I've got the Lion King remake. This looks incredible to me. And out of this, Dumbo and Aladdin... I'm excited for this one the most. At number three, I've got Joker. He's getting a solo movie. It's not part of the DC universe like we've seen, but I really think Joaquin Phoenix is going to kill this role. Watching his interviews and his other movie roles, he's just absolutely incredible. And I feel like he's very underrated and is getting counted out, kind of like Heath Ledger did, but we know how that turned out. He was one of the best Jokers we've seen. So I can't wait to see what Phoenix does with it. At number two, I've got John Wick 3. After the ending of the second movie, I was super excited. I was like, man, there's a lot of people after this dude. What's going to happen? And after the trailer they just released, I'm even more excited. There's a motorcycle sword fight. I'm super stoked for it. I can't wait for it. At number one, if you haven't seen the trailer for this movie, do yourself a favor, especially if you're a horror fanatic, and go watch this trailer. But it's from Jordan Peele. The mind behind Get Out, and it's called Us. This thing looks incredible. I'm telling you, Jordan Peele, his mind is on a different level. I love his sketch comedy, but it's crazy that he can take that mind and translate it into horror. Uh, It seems like they just work hand in hand, so I can't wait for this. Look up the trailer for Us. It's going to be dope. Now on to some quick movie news. So Kevin Hart is obviously staying busy in the world of films he just had the upside you know as the number one box office film a couple weeks ago it was really good and he plans to continue the journey into more dramatic roles with this 
upcoming film called Fatherhood. It's a story about a man who must raise his daughter by himself after his wife dies during labor. So it's going to be more dramatic than we're used to. And no matter what we think we need to see or no matter what we think he can or can't do, I feel like the upside was a good introduction into his more serious acting side. And he learned a lot from Brian Cranston. So when he was asked about why he's changing it up, he said he wants everything to be part of his legacy, not just comedy. So y'all look out for that. It's called Fatherhood. Spider-Man is clearly a fan favorite Marvel character, especially since Tom Holland took the role. And I feel like after the views on the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, everybody's super stoked. It set a new record at 130 million views in the first 24 hours, surpassing Spider-Man Homecoming, which only had 116 million views. But, by the way, 116 million views turned into $880 million worldwide. So I'd say they're looking for a check off of this one. That's exciting a lot of people. <laughs> Look out for Spider-Man Far From Home on July 5th. Lastly, I know we're all excited for Bad Boys for Life. And apparently, so is DJ Khaled. A couple weeks ago, he tweeted that he'll be joining the cast and said, It's only January 15th, 2019. Y'all have no idea what's coming. I'm coming for the Oscars. So y'all look out for the new Bad Boys open on January 17th, 2020. So there you have it, folks. My name is Jonesy, allflix.tv. I am your movie plug. This has been my movie rant for the week. And if you want, check me out on Instagram and Facebook at allflix.tv for all your news, reviews, and updates. Now I'm going to kick it back to Dub from Drinks With Dub. Y'all check him out, Facebook, Instagram, at Drinks With Dub. And I'll see y'all next time. All right, all right, all right. That was Jonesy's movie rant. Like I said, man, check him out at allflix.tv. Uh, Hit him up on Facebook, Instagram. Um, all your movie needs, man. Movie reviews, news, news is trailers, and you know all that good stuff, man. He's got a he's got a nice little nice little operation set up for himself, man. And like I said, I told you. Uh, few episodes back when I first started talking about Jonesy having a segment. Um, he's the kind of guy, man, when he, he sinks his teeth into something, man, it's it's done right. It's done the right way. So, like I said, hit him up, and and I'm scrolling through, trying to find what my questions are. We're going to get into the, to the, to the Q&A. Like I said, thank you for the people that sent stuff in. I'm not really going to do these in any kind of order, but these are you know, I had some good questions, man. I think, think that, uh, thank you guys enjoy. Here we go. Uh, I had a, uh, one of the questions is why does America hate Tom Brady so vehemently? Um, first off, like shout out to you for using the word vehemently. Like that's not a, it's not a word you hear on a day-to-day basis. I can't tell you the last time I heard the word vehemently used in a sentence. But <laughs> it is Super Bowl week. Uh, Tom Brady is back in the Super Bowl. Shout out to the Patriots. I got to give it up to them. Whether you love them or hate them or think that they're cheaters or whatever, you got to acknowledge the fact that it seems like they are in the Super Bowl every year. And that's part of the reason why people hate Tom Brady so much is one people people love to hate winners 
Like if you win enough, people will eventually get tired of it. It's the same people, same reason that people hate the Yankees in baseball. It's like the Yankees are just, they're always there. They're always good. They buy up all the talent, whatever, whatever. But, you know, Tom Brady, people hate Tom Brady because he has the life that everybody wants. Um, He's a great, he's an NFL quarterback for one. He's a winning NFL quarterback for another, like consistently in the Super Bowl picture. Even when he doesn't go or doesn't win, he's, they're right there on the cusp of possibly being a Super Bowl champion every year. And people, I think, in general, get sick of it. They want to see new talent and somebody else get a chance or, or basically because their team's not there. You know what I mean? So that's one reason. Second thing is Tom Brady, I mean, his life just seems perfect. He's rich. He's good looking. He's got a beautiful wife, a beautiful family. He lives in this huge mansion that, you know, is bigger than like some towns maybe. You know what I mean? Like there's probably people that live in cities that aren't as big as Tom Brady's house and property. And so it's just an easy, like this motherfucker here. Like, just Mr. Perfect with everything going for him. When is he going to lose? You wanna, you just want to see him get knocked off the pedestal, like something go wrong with him, you know, with his life. I think that's, that's what it boils down to. And like I said, I think people just, part of it's jealousy. Like, not even like personal jealousy, just competitive sports jealousy. Like, the fact that he's there in the Super Bowl, probably means that your team is not in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's why Tom Brady gets the hate that he gets. Uh, but still, good question, though. Uh, another good question, man. Uh, another one of the questions I got. If it was your last... Let me read this. If it was your last guest on Drinks with Dub, who would it be and why? Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who, who would I want the last guest to be on the show? And I guess, I don't know. I guess that would partially depend on get, um, Maybe how big the show gets. Like, do am I like a worldwide podcast now? You know, or am I still, or is it just like, you know what? I've been doing this podcast thing for a while. And it's not, I just don't have time to do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. This is going to be my last episode. You know, so I guess hypothetically, I guess the question would be like, who do I have access to, to be my last guest? Um, last guest, last guest. I don't know. I don't know. I think I might, I might have to come back to that question. I mean, there's a lot of people I would love to love to interview for various reasons. Like I would love to interview like any celebrity right now, just for the simple fact that if I could interview a celebrity, like the show would take off, but who would I want the last one to be like? We're going out with a bang. I don't know. I guess I, it would almost depend on like who's hot right now. 
Like who's who's got it going on at the moment or got some shit, you know, popping, you know, that would be that would be worthy of like let's 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 close this shit out on a high note. You know what I'm saying? You take somebody like Kevin Hart, for example. Like Kevin Hart, it's kind of dying down a little bit because he's, you know, he's stepped away from it. But like all the, the hoopla with Kevin Hart hosting the Oscars, not hosting the Oscars, you know. I don't know. I tell you what, here's here's my answer. Here's my answer. If I could in a perfect world of I have become a successful podcaster and and worldwide famous or whatever. And this is it. This is going to be the last show. This is, you don't want to miss this. I would want to get OJ's confession. That's what I would want to do. I would want to interview OJ Simpson and have him confess on my show that he actually did it. I mean, we all kind of think he did it anyway. We're all pretty sure he did it because he wrote that fucking book. Like, if I did it and made, you know what I mean? So, but he's never actually come out and said, I did it and I got away with it. Like, I think he should have done it long ago. Like, double jeopardy's attached. They can't charge him with it. It is horrible that two people did lose their lives, but this is a case that still grips, grips your attention. Like, it's been 24 it's been 20, what, 24, 25 years or something since the OJ verdict, and we still discuss it and argue this case. You know, they just had the, the TV miniseries what, last year, I guess, uh, the, the People versus OJ Simpson. So this is still something that's in the American fabric, you know, the OJ Simpson case, the trial of the century. So that's what I would want. That's if, you know, if you're asking me, that would be my last show, would be O.J. Simpson, and I would get his confession. That would be the dream. That's actually that's a good that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, what else do we got here? Let me scroll through and find, uh, find where the other questions came from. I got to. Yeah, scroll through here. I'm sorry, I'm not organized. This, this is this is so unprofessional of me, but fuck it, that's what I do all the time anyway, man. You know, I'm I'm here. It's almost midnight. I'm everybody in the house is asleep but me, and I'm up doing the podcast because that's what I do. It's got to get done. The show must go on. Here's a question. Who would you rather see as president in 2020, Donald Trump or Kanye West? Here's the thing about that question. First off, well, first off, it scares me that I have to try to figure out if this was a serious question or if it was meant as a joke. Like this should be a question that's completely hypothetical. Like this is not a, this is not a choice you're going to have to make. I don't know if any of you have kids um, listening, but I've got, I've got a 10 year old among, you know, my oldest is 10 and he recently, and is still kind of in it, go is in this 
phase of would you rather? You know what I mean? Like, would you rather this or would you rather that? And, you know, we've all done that. It's, it's, it's a fun little thing to do, but it's like purely hypothetical things. It's like these are not choices that you're going to have to actually make during the course of your life. Like nobody's going to come up to you and be like, sir, um, you have to make a decision right now. Um, would you rather fight an alligator or fight Mike Tyson? It's like, that's not a choice I have to make. You know what I mean? Would you rather, if you have to die, would you rather die at sea and, you know, in a boat with nothing and you die there? Or would you rather die in a plane crash? Like, no, like these are not actual choices that you have to make. And that is what this question should be. Like, who should who should be president, Donald Trump or Kanye West? Like, that's should be a joke, but it's not. And that's that makes me very uncomfortable. Okay. Like that should be like the movie Back to the Future, the first one. When he goes when Marty goes back in time and finds Doc and all of this, and he's telling Doc, like, I'm from the future. I'm from nineteen eighty five and it's like the fifties or whatever. And Doc's like, Yeah, right, if you're from the future, who's president in nineteen eighty five? And Marty's like Ronald Reagan is president. And he's like, Doc's like, the actor? Yeah, right. This guy's a lunatic. Like, go back. If you had a time machine, you could go back to 1995. Or, fuck, go back to 2000 and say, hey, in the year 2019, Donald Trump is president. They're going to look at you like you're fucking crazy. You know what I mean? If you go back to 2000 and... Fuck, I don't know. When did when did Kanye become, come out? Like 2004, five, some shit like that. If you go back to 2005 and say, hey, Kanye West is going to run for president, you'd be like, what the fuck? The, the dude this ain't gold digger? Like, he's going to run for president? Like, come on now. Like, that's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. But this, this, this is the world we live in, people. This is the world we live in. We might actually have to make that choice. That being said, if it's going to be a circus, let's make it a good circus. You know what I mean? Like steer into the skid, as they say. And if that's the case, I vote Kanye. I believe that Kanye, like I said, he brings, if it's going to be a circus, let's, let's three rings. Let's do the three ring circus with the big top and the, all the, all the hoopla and everything that goes with it. Kanye's going to bring Jay-Z. Like, first off, all the parties and inauguration balls are going to be lit, as the kids are saying, because everybody's going to come out and be a part of this and support this shit. Like, the fucking, like, the inauguration's going to have to have a red carpet with all the celebrities that Kanye's going to bring out. You know what I mean? The Kardashians, they don't miss an opportunity to take a selfie. And when they come, all their friends is going to come. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing to watch. You know what I mean? Maybe not to live and go through this. Like Kanye West making fucking decisions. That might not be good, but all the other shit is going to be entertaining. I'll tell you that much. You know, so you're going to make me pick. I guess I'm going to go ahead and choose Kanye just because I think he's, I think he makes a better ringmaster for a circus than Donald Trump does. 
even though Donald Trump is orange and already looks like a clown. You know, that's 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 what I go with. And who knows? I, that that could be the wrong decision. Who who fucking knows? Um, what else? Uh, and I, I'm assuming this question came came in because, and I, this is a story I've not really kept up, kept up with. It says, "Did Chris Brown really rape that chick in Paris, or someone trying to come up?" Uh, I have not heard the details of this story. So I really, I really don't know. But to my understanding, I guess maybe now, like, I think there's been word that she made it up. Like, I think, I think I read that she admitted that she made the shit up or it wasn't what she said it was or whatever. Cause I think I heard that Chris Brown was going to sue her or some shit like that. But let me say this. Yeah, I was talking to some people about this at work and what they said was she's lying because Chris Brown don't have to rape nobody. And that just like it, it made me, it made me sad for the state of the state of the world that we live in that just because this motherfucker is rich and famous that everybody's going to be willing to sleep with him. And I think that's a problem. Like this particular case, I don't know, you know, but I think we live, let me say this. Rape victims have become the new black people. Like we live in America, the justice system says innocent until proven guilty. Black people, generally speaking, are guilty until proven innocent. Like, you black and they say you did it motherfucker you did it you know what i mean and i think that's 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 starting to become the case with rape victims it's like if a if a woman if a woman accuses a man of rape it's gotten to the point where we immediately question her is she telling the truth what did she do to to lead to this what you know it becomes all about her and her having to prove that this happened. And I get, you know, like I get not just punishing people because of something somebody said, but it's an immediate question and rush to judgment of she's not telling the truth as opposed to finding out what happened. It's a very dangerous and slippery slope to, to, to be on. And we've been on that for a long time. It's, you know, it's why so many rapes go unreported, especially especially in the case of celebrities. You know what I mean? Like you look, you saw what just happened with Bill Cosby and R. Kelly. It's like, and it happens on a regular basis with, especially with people that are you know have money and and power and fame. That once one person steps forward, somebody else steps forward, and another and another. And you find out, oh, this has been going on for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And just nobody's nobody's wanted to stand up and say anything. Because, I mean, who's going to believe, you know, America doesn't want to believe that, you know, Mr. Jell-O Pudding, Bill Cosby, raped someone. 
It's like, oh, man, that didn't happen. Not not Bill Cosby. He wouldn't do that. She just trying to get a check. But then when somebody else comes forward with the exact same story and then another person and then another person and that number just keeps rising, you start to see like, oh, the fact that he's Bill Cosby is why he's been doing this, because nobody's going to say anything because it's Bill Cosby or it's R. Kelly or it's Mel Gibson or it's. You know, whoever that person may be that's in this position of power, you know what I mean? And Donald Trump said it best. If you've got money, women will let you do what you want to them. You can just grab them by the pussy. And I don't think it's a matter of they just let you because, oh, he's got money. It's it's a matter of what's the point of telling anybody and trying to do anything. He's got money. He's going to get away with it. So why put myself through this? So, you know, I mean, the, the, the Chris Brown situation, man, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know how that situation plays itself out. I, you know, I wasn't able to follow that as it was happening or as it was the news was breaking on it or whatever. But it's a sad situation either way. Like, either way, there's no good in this situation. If he did it. Like, obviously, that's horrible. He's done something horrible to a person and should be punished for it. But on the flip side, if he didn't, if she is lying, then she is doing something. She is doing something horrible to a person. And I believe she should be punished for that, too. Like, you know, there's a there's a thin line with the law, you know, because I think I think generally speaking, I think rape is one of the hardest crimes to prove and to prosecute because so many times it is a his word versus theirs, his, you know, his word versus her word. But I do believe that in cases when if it can be proved that a person is lying, that, you know, that this has been a false accusation from the beginning, I think that there should be a punishment for that. You know, I just, I, I truly believe that, like, that's, I mean, that's not okay. That's potentially ruining someone else's life by saying the things that you said. You know what I mean? And, like, with a celebrity, like, because, like I said, I think I heard that Chris Brown was talking about filing a lawsuit for slander and defamation of character. Like, that looks petty, you know, on the surface. I don't know, I don't know who this woman was, you know that said these things. So, but I see like Chris Brown, the millionaire suing somebody who may or may not have as much money as he does. Like, what are you getting out of that? What do you get out of suing this person and taking some of their money? So I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Another question. What have you said that what have you said that offended somebody the most? <sighs> what have I said that offended somebody the most? <sighs> I do not know. That's a that's a very good question. Um, I think it was right before I started doing the podcast again. I was actually... I was blocked on social media and I love that. Like I love when I get blocked or deleted on social media, like, cause here's the thing, like 
I run my mouth. That's what I do. I talk shit for the fun of talking shit. Like I'm almost a troll. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm almost a troll. Like I don't the reason the only reason I say I'm almost a troll is I don't I'm not actively looking for it. And there are times when I don't do it. Like when I see something and I've got, you know, I've got time to, you know, one of the things, you know, I say to Brittany all the time on social media when I start to get into it with people or see some shit, you know what? I've got time today. Let's let's do this and have some fun because I, I say things and I can see people getting riled up over nothing. Like, I, I'm not going to look, I'm not going to argue with somebody about the new abortion law in New York. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get online and debate that with somebody on social media. But if I see somebody that I can poke, poke about a sports sports event, like the Super Bowl is coming up. The Super Bowl is this Sunday. If I see that talking about this Super Bowl will get you worked up, I'm here for it. Like, (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to say things and I'm going to poke you until you just start getting so mad. And I enjoy that. You know what I mean? Like I said, I do it on things that are inconsequential or on a situation where I can tell you're not really debating. You're just yelling the same thing over and over, you know, because what it was, I think when I got blocked, it had something to do with the national anthem. It had some, it, was, it was something to do with the national anthem. I'll tell you what it was. I remember. Somebody, and it may have been me. I may have been the one that, that posted it. But somebody had posted a video of this kid at a sporting event sitting or standing or whatever. He was in the, he was in the audience of a sporting event. And he was standing and he was singing the Nash, singing along with the national anthem. Word for word, he was five, six years old. He wasn't a wasn't he was a young kid, but he knew the national anthem and he was singing along as it was played before the game. And somebody posted a video of that on social media, and it made the rounds. And it was this this kid is a real American and not one of these pansy football players or whatever. And I said something to the effect of. Are we not going to talk about the person that is filming this kid instead of standing at attention for the national anthem? Boom. Immediately, I was like a racist and immature and always starting shit. And, you know, like before I got time to like type out a response, it was like, boom, I am blocked. Like, wow. You know what I mean? Because I feel like all I did was speak the truth. You know what I mean? Like, the the National Anthem debate was never about the National Anthem. It was about people being racist is what it was about. That's really what it boiled down to. It boiled down to people being racist because there was plenty of people that said, you know what? I do not agree with this. But they have the right to do it, and I agree with the fact they have the right to do it. And then there was other people that was, you know, spoiled bastards and, you know, grow up and you play a game and I'm a real American and this and that. And it's like, no, you, you, you're only saying that because these people are black. Let's, let's be honest. 
let's be honest, you know, when Mike Pence pulled the stunt that he pulled at the football at the national at the football game over the national anthem, like that's right, Pence, you tell them, you tell them to be Americans. Like, do you realize how much taxpayer money was wasted on flying him into that football game with the Secret Service? and the extra police protection when he knew he was going to walk out three minutes into it. Fucking ridiculous. So I think that might be the thing. That's the most recent thing that I can think of that offended somebody the most. But I'm sure I've probably said plenty that offended somebody. You know, like I get deleted on social Like I don't know. I don't believe I necessarily get blocked on social media that much. I know I get deleted. And it doesn't bother me that I get deleted on social media. It bothers me that I don't know when it happened because, you know, I'll post things and I'll scroll through social media and every now and then randomly you ever just think that like, and it's usually people that post a lot. You know what I mean? Like you realize that person that posts two or three times a day, you haven't seen any of their posts for a while. It's like, fuck they've been up to. And then you go to their page and it's like, you're not friends with that person anymore. It's like, oh, damn, I wonder what I said to make them delete me. Like, if you've ever seen the meme or whatever on Facebook, it's like, I wish Facebook would notify me when somebody deletes me so I could like it. Like, that's me. Like, I wish I could send out like a survey. Like, you ever like uh, Netflix or some shit like that? Ever like cancel your subscription to some shit online and they want you to take the little survey about why you're canceling and if you'll be back and like I wish I could send that out when people delete me like what post was it particularly that drove you over the edge that you can't be friends with me anymore like I wish I could do that that would be amazing because I think it happens on a regular basis and then I also wish it would give me the notification that way the person knows that I'm aware that they've removed me because here's the thing. Like, if you really think that hurts my feelings, one, you're wrong Two, like, it's going to be three weeks before I notice it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, I'm not gonna, I don't check my followers or friends or whatever to the point where as soon as somebody, as soon as that number drops by one that I'm going to realize and be like, Oh, I lost, I lost a follower. I'm, 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 I'm down a person. Like fuck no. I'm, I, like I said, I'm not even gonna notice it for three weeks, and by then I'll have forgotten whatever the fuck it was I said that offended you in the first place. Like, and that happens to me in real life, where people will be mad at me because of something I said. I don't even remember saying it. It's not, it's not like I was drunk or anything. It's just I say shit. It's what I do like it's you know that's half the reason i started this podcast because i'm running my mouth all the time anyway might as well record the shit and put some and put out you know fucking show but you know that's that um trying to think any other any other any other questions oh here's here's one last one last one and we'll go ahead and wrap this up and i'll get this uh get this done uh last question what's your favorite thing about having kids here's here's the thing i don't know if there is a favorite 
thing about having kids. I think the entire the entire experience is is magical and I'm not going to say it's an exclusive club because obviously there's lots of children in the world and people are having children every day. So it's not like an exclusive club or fraternity to be in. But if you don't have kids, like you, it, that can't be explained to you. And I'll say this. I just, Jackson is, Jackson is four months old. And Micah is 10. Those are, those are the two biological children that I have. I was there in the delivery room when they were born. Um, there's many, many, there's many things I've done in this world that have been great experiences and things that I've done multiple times. You know what I mean? Um, just recently, this past summer, I went to Disney World for the second time in my life, and it was amazing. It was amazing the first time, but it was, you know, it was amazing the second time as well. But I've been. It's got a, a little of that luster that the shine is is worn off just a little bit because I've done it before. Um, a couple of years ago, me and Brittany went to Vegas, and I had been to Vegas before. Like, I... You know, I'd went a number of years ago with uh, family and I'd went and I'd seen the spectacle that is Vegas. Um, I've been able to travel the world to different countries and see the Eiffel Tower on multiple occasions. And, you know, and it's things like that are always amazing. It is great to go like Vegas is a great time, but that second time's a little bit different. You've done it before. You, you kind of know what to expect a little bit. It's the, you know, I don't know. And I assume, I assume you guys have done that too. Like if you go, you know, your first, you remember the first time you went and saw your favorite team play. Uh, I know I got a, uh, I got a friend who's a big Patriots fan, like has been to Foxborough. A couple of times and I'm sure it's always fun but there's nothing like that first time that first time your eyes are wide like oh my god this is this is I made it this is what I it you know I'm not gonna say it loses something but it's it's, it's just a little bit different having kids is not like that like seeing seeing my second child be born was absolutely no different than seeing the first child be born. It's an experience that you can't describe. I can't tell you about it. If you're listening and you don't have kids, maybe one day you'll have kids and you'll understand. If you're listening and you do have kids, you understand what I'm saying. There's there's nothing I can tell you to make you understand. So there's that. It's just a magical experience. And then there's the thing about having kids is watching them grow up is as they grow and get older every week, every year after year and watching them become their own person, watching their personality form and watching just watching them grow and become themselves because eventually 
they're, you know, they're always going to be my kids. They're always going to be my boys, but eventually they're going to go out into this world and they're not going to be Namaya's sons. They're going to be Micah. They're going to be Dwayne. They're going to be Jackson and they're going to stand on their own as themselves and watching them become that is it's amazing. It's stressful. It's scary. It's frustrating at times, but that it's there. Be you're you're raising a life and teaching a life how to how to how to manage this world. Scary as it may be, to send your children out into this world. That's what we're doing. We're preparing them to go out into this world as smart, funny, caring. You know what I mean, like what every person that walks this planet has something special about them. They're different in some way and watching those differences and uniqueness grow in your children, I think is the best part about having kids. That was a great question. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, Thank you for all the people that sent in questions, man. I, I really do appreciate it. I hope this has been an enjoyable episode. It's been fun for me answering questions. I, I like doing it. Um, I think that's really about it, man. You know, I hope this episode turned out well. As long as everything goes well on my end with the technical stuff and getting it all put together the way it needs to be put together, I will be back next week. I'm going to do my best to have a guest. I've already got somebody in mind that I'm going to try to go ahead and talk to them and get them here to get it recorded, get it done, have some fun. Once once that's done, uh, phase two of the uh, of my plan will go into effect of what I want to do. I would, you know, what I want to do is I want to record the show on a particular night. The next day, piece it together, put it, put the segments where they need to be, get you a show you know, get the show the way it needs to be for the podcast, have it saved, ready to upload. And then I want to go live on Facebook that night and discuss the upcoming show and have some fun. That's that's what I want to do. But I've got to get everything settled and taken care of with the podcast. I think I've done that at this point. Hopefully we'll find out. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode and hopefully a guest. If not, I'll hang out by myself and do what the fuck I do by myself and have fun. Have fun. And hopefully it'll be just as fun for you. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to get out of here. See you next week with a brand new episode. And like I always tell you, if you knew better, you do better. Peace.